Hello and welcome to episode 156, or I'm sorry, Jesus. Hello. <laughs> How the hell did I get that? We went back in time. How did we do that? What episode are we on? I don't know where I'm at. I'm still uh, I'm still recovering from surgery, like so I'm just out there. No, I like Drugged it. up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Take two. <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> we'll do it live. Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to Field of Geeks episode 165. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. <laughs> I always go last. Paper, rock, scissors, guys. Oh, oh we've got some guests on too. <laughs> <laughs> and some other people. Anyway, let's talk. Yeah. No. Anyway, if you can guess their names, you've listened to the show long enough. You're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Bill from Five One Five Gaming. And I'm Claudia. <laughs> this is Megan's other personality we're talking to. Okay, Megan. Megan. <laughs> Sorry. You win. Why can't I just be Claudia? Nobody <laughs> has to know. Hey, you could. It's an alias. We all we all have aliases. Yeah. So whatever. Sure. Oh my god, we should just play it so that you have twins. Oh my god, let's do that. You have like multiple twins coming in. You all have the same voice. Yeah, like when Megan doesn't <laughs> like something we talk about, she's like, you know, Claudia might like this. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. There you go. There There's an go. idea. I don't like WandaVision, but Claudia. <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. <laughs> She's I like it. Fearful. I like it. How are you guys doing? Superb. Oh, How are you? Superb. Good. I'm doing good. Doing good. Can't believe we're finally out of this negative degree weather, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a... What is it right now? Whopping. It is, drum roll, 13. I see. Hey! Sweet. Oh, get the suntan lotion. Get the trunks. It's go time. Holy shit. I know. Like, we need... We're going to get 30 degree weather this coming weekend, so that's going to be wonderful. Poor kids want to go sledding. I'm like, it's too damn cold. Can't, can't do it. Yeah, I won't allow. Make them go, make them go sledding when it's slushy outside. That'll, that'll break them. <laughs> they just sink, sink into the snow. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, I guess we'll start with recommendations real quick, if that's cool. Uh, anyone here have some recommendations for people? Any? New shows. Uh, I know Keenan just premiered yesterday. I haven't seen it. I don't know. That's just something I thought of. Uh, WandaVision. I mean, it's starting to get good. It's starting to get really good. I love it. And we'll talk about that later. So, yeah, that's definitely... I, we can recommend that, too, of course. I watched the Cecil <laughs> Hotel documentary. I did, too. Hey, that's that's one of the things. Go for it. There's that out. You can check that out. 
Grime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, Netflix. Boom. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. Was it Elisa Lamb? Is that her name? She mysteriously disappeared. She was at the hotel last. This hotel's been like, uh, from the beginning, I think it was built in the 20s. It's just been ransacked with all kinds of evil shit. And it's just kind of, you know, cursed in a way a lot of people believe. But she was a, a young tourist and... Yeah, she just vanished, and uh, they have like this eerie camera, uh, elevator camera video of her right before she disappeared. And they talk about, you know, the hotel's history, and there was a bunch of serial killers that went there. The um, Night Stalker, which is also on Netflix, that he frequented that hotel, I guess. So it's on Skid Row, so all kinds of homelessness, drug dealers on the street itself. And yeah, it's like dirt cheap to live there, I guess, and um, rent a room. So yeah, it's just all kinds of uh, things colliding at once to, you know, just make a bad outcome. But yeah, it's a super interesting case. And um, it's like four episodes. I don't know, they're about probably an hour each, I would guess. I'm looking back. but I mean, I think I got through it in, in two evenings. Oh yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, my wife and I binged it one night, so we didn't yeah. mean to. We meant to just watch a couple, but had some nice cliffhangers. So yeah, it was definitely worth watching. On our other show, The Super Unknown, we probably will talk about that case eventually. It's very, very interesting. There's a lot of theories. With um, her body was found. Spoiler, but the circumstances they're still. I mean, there's pretty much been a. I don't know. Not quite hundred percent of what happened to her, but it's still strange. Let's just say, and, but definitely worth checking out. You get to uh, hear from the detectives that worked the case and yeah, it just breaks down all the history of that area. It's just pretty much doomed. Basically, you know, you should just level the damn hotel I'd say, but that's just me. I also watched the keepers. Uh, that's an old documentary. I think Megan watched this years ago and told me about it. And I just didn't uh, see it till now. Did it change your life? I think for me, it just, it was, it was life-changing. Yeah, it's actually, uh, I'm a lot more startled by it, you know, like I already had my suspicions and obviously, you know, it involves a Catholic church and some bad dealings, you know, with uh, child molestation and stuff. It's, you know, mainly about a, a murder of a sister, Kathy. They talk with uh, people who were like her students and yeah, it really gets into, you know, the, uh, hierarchs of the school and the, and the churches around that town. I think it's, uh, what Baltimore, Maryland, I believe. Super interesting. Yeah. Very troubling. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a rabbit hole really of all kinds of mess. It does kind of feed into, if you're a conspiracist, um, mm -hmm. it kind of feeds into a lot of the conspiracy theories that surround uh, yes. just the Catholic Church in general and some of the things that they may or may not be into. Right. So Exactly. Definitely you know, I, good watch. Right. And I this, was also going to mention, yeah. there's a really another really cool documentary, and I think I've mentioned it before, but I really feel like it's definitely worth watching, and that's um, Surviving Death. I don't mm. know if any of you have seen it yet. No, I haven't. Definitely another deep dive into a, a different a realm, and I, mm. I really I think I benefited a lot from it. It answered a lot of some outstanding questions that I think I probably had or had questioned. I just think everybody should give it 
you know, a go. Maybe it's broken out into sections. And I think there's one section in there that even I'm kind of like, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but for like the most part, I think it's it's pretty good. Where can we see that? And at? I think I watched that in, I mean, it's long. Um, but I think I watched that on a Saturday just from beginning to end. Wow. What uh, streaming service is that through? It's Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Gosh, Netflix has yeah, everything. It was in their top 10 for a little bit. Okay. I that it is anymore. I will add that to my list. Uh, on HBO Max, I'll Be Gone in the Dark is a docuseries based off the book written by the late um, Patton Oswalt's wife, uh, the late Michelle McNamara. She was a big uh, crime reporter, and she was writing this book, and she died during the process of finishing it, so Patton had to actually get people to finish it uh, for her uh, after the fact, and it's, it's become a bestseller, and it's got a hell of a docuseries, I think, on HBO Max. Uh, definitely worth checking out. It's based off the Golden State Killer, which they just caught uh, a couple years back. It was like shortly after her book came out, actually, and... Yeah, he terrorized California in the 70s and the 80s. He's He is the original Night Stalker. Super creepy dude. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I watch this shit, but it's it's interesting. You know, it's, uh, you know, don't watch it at night, let's say. <laughs> watch it during the day. When right. you're at daylight, but check that out. That's she a really, really good wasn't series. that old. No, what she was, she maybe she was early 40s, I think. She yeah. It was an accidental overdose. She was... Oh, taking a lot of uppers and downers, um, having, you know, sleep problem. People closest to her didn't, weren't aware of she was abusing. So, and I don't think she was really either. She just was trying to get the book done. So it was just a tragic accident and they had a child, you know, so yeah, it's, it's very sad and it does address her death in the docuseries. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's bittersweet basically, you know, but she, you know, the book got to get out there and I think it did help a lot. Her research helped a lot uh, get this killer finally. Um, if you love really cryptic and, and weird stuff, um, this isn't really like something on Netflix or anything like that, but um, one of my favorite YouTube channels is Lazy Masquerade. So they do a lot of like urban legend type stuff. They Ooh, nice. They did a uh, they did a video on Johnny Gosh. Oh shit! Long ago. Oh wow. So uh, it's it's really cool. He's uh, I mean, it, it, just look it up on YouTube. Lazy Masquerade. It's really cool if you need something to just like listen to while you're working or fall asleep to. It's sure. Really cool. That hits close to home, you know, because that was West Des Moines where he he went missing and. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know if it was his kidnapping or maybe some others before that, but it seemed like his had a real ripple effect through the whole country and just made it more aware of the possibilities, you know, that kids going out, there's a high risk of some creepy shit happening to them. I mean, it was more aware. It always has happened, I'm sure, but it just felt like the 80s was just that, you know, we just were lucky enough to grow up right when it hit, right? <laughs> so <laughs> scary shit. Fun fact, um, so there was a documentary that came out on Netflix, oh my god, I think a couple of years ago, that it was, it was his story, and um, his mom was in it, and I remember watching it, and then I went to the mall, Valley West Mall, actually, like a month or two later, and I was over by JCPenney's, and you know how like uh, there's those couches, you know, out front, mm -hmm. in front of JCPenney's? Yeah. yeah. So 
I come out of the, so I was getting my eyebrows threaded, not important to the story, but I come out there like you do. and she's, she's sitting on the couch and I'm thinking to myself, God, I recognize her, but I don't know where she's from. Like, why, why do I know her? Who is she? Like, why is she so familiar? And then like halfway to my car, it clicked that that was his mom. Oh shit. So yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. There's so many theories. Like she's claimed he's come back at least once, I believe. Lazy masquerade. Good talk about that. Like how she had like somebody come to her door. It was like, mom, it's me, Johnny. Mm. Something like that. Wow. And it's, it's really like a lot of his stories are really creepy stuff like that. That's like unsolved mysteries and like right. rabbit, rabbit hole type mysteries like that, that just kind of lead, you know, on and on and don't really ever get resolved. Sure. So it's a, it's, it's a very uh, interesting, um, it's a very interesting channel to listen to. If you ever, if you're into stuff like that, like yeah. if, you're a, if you're a fan of super unknown, like I am, uh, well, thank you. That's a, that's a huge, <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of a, kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Like it's, yeah. you know, just ghost story type stuff. Sure. Sure. Oh yeah. I'm going to definitely subscribe. I don't know what to really believe, but I, I do think he's still alive. I think, uh, I kind of believe the, I, I don't know if it, they touch on this, but I, I have a strong feeling he got into like sex trafficking. And, um, uh, I think that was maybe why he had to leave again after he saw his mom. If that is him, I think that was the reason like he, other people were looking for him or something very mysterious. And one other thing, uh, I think it was Hulu or something like that dropped the whole Britney Spears thing. I don't know. If I heard about that. that. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen man, it. Is it good? Yeah. Is it like crazy stories out of that? Yeah. Give, it's, it's about an hour and a half yeah. um, to watch. And it's, it's really good. Uh, Netflix came out and said that uh, they're making their own documentary with more interviews. And uh, wow. This one is supposed to trump the uh, what the one that Hulu did, so there's going to be more information on it. But uh, they they just came out with information, I guess, this week uh, that uh, he is no longer allowed to uh, have access, I think, to her funds or something like that. But I don't, yeah. I don't know about the conservatorship right, uh, aspect right. as far as that might be being under his control. I think that might be going away too. Like it, this documentary yeah. seemed to like just help this case. Open all- yeah. Yeah, because I think before all this, there was an attempt for her to gain control, and it didn't go down. It's all from that breakdown right. she had in like was it like oh four or something? She had that massive breakdown. She shaved her head, and uh, yeah, I think it was oh four. Yeah. I'm not sure. It was a long, long time ago. But yeah, I gotta, I gotta see that documentary. Yeah, that industry's crazy. I'm, I'm only imagining well, and things they discuss. You know, you go through a, a an episode like that, and not only is it you know, normally for somebody like us, it'd be all privatized, but yeah, um, you know, you're talking like right in front of the main, main group of people. But the bigger problem is when it happened, you know, when there's like that kind of that age where you kind of, your, your parents don't want to stop being your parents, but yet mm-hmm. you're ready to stop being a kid yeah, and uh, move on to being more adult-like and stuff like that. So there's kind of that, that butting of heads, maybe, per se. Yeah. Sometimes for people, it's not that big of a deal. You know, they kind of go through it and they get out. Sometimes it's like a big clash if you got a real strong-headed sure. member. So I, I think that's um, – I kind of get the impression that that's probably what happened. And then the episode that she had that was very public and stuff um, was enough for him to gain control uh, over her right. in multiple ways. Uh, so that he could have 
control of money because it sounds like um, when she first started doing all this stuff, the first thing that he said to uh, the uh, the PR person that was going to take her on was, she's going to buy me a boat one day. And then she goes, and that's all I'm going to say about him because she didn't have anything else good to say. Mm. So he does not sound like a good dude. No. Uh, he really doesn't. Yeah, definitely watch it if you got some time. We got a hot topic to talk about. Hot topic. Like Hot Pocket. <laughs> uh, Gina Carano, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, she is no more uh, with regards to Lucasfilm. Yeah, I'm not totally shocked because I, I know for some time it has been trouble, uh, you know, been brewing, I guess, the, between the teams. You know, she's posted some tweets and everyone has an opinion, right? And that's the problem with Twitter. Like, you know, it's all out there on Front Street. So I... I always knew she was tweeting about some stuff. Now I don't, I don't agree with it, but I was still a fan and I liked the character. So I didn't really give a shit, honestly, but I knew like, Hey, a day could come where Disney's like, yeah, we're done. We're done with you. I was hoping that would not happen because I love her character and I like the actress. I think she's finally got her due, you know, Deadpool. She really stepped it up acting wise, I thought. And yeah, this character um, as well. So yeah, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on all of this uh, craziness? I'm kind of, I don't know, I was, kind of, I was kind of pissed off to find out that she got just fired out of it. I know this has been going on for a while, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, it just kind of seems like, uh, you know, nobody can have an opinion anymore. Right, right. I mean, well, I mean, you know, at, at the same time, it's like, yeah, I, I I get if you have an opinion, but you know maybe Twitter's not the best platform. <laughs> right? For it. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Especially like, when you're on the stage, right? Like you know you're you're in the limelight right now. Like your career is on fire, yeah. and it's like for your own sake, you know, maybe get a PR person to manage your Twitter. You know, you can run it through them, and then they can decide or adjust. You know, uh, who knows? Or have an alias. I wonder if a lot of celebrities have, you know, who really want to say something, right? Maybe they have ali- yeah. aliases. Like, just use an alias, you know? It's like, <laughs> I mean, exactly. you're working for Disney, well, you know? Well, and she even she even got dropped by her agent. Right, UTA, it yeah, yeah. It wasn't just Lucasfilm and Disney that decided to drop her. She just <laughs> completely got dropped. And, and Hasbro, too. Dropped. Yeah. Jesus. Hasbro, Hasbro doesn't want to develop any Cara Dune figures anymore and yeah that's crazy she's supposed to got a deal with ben shapiro but yes that kind of fits. i mean given her stance on a lot of things it kind of fits right <laughs> she well and uh yeah he just started a production company and i don't recall the movie's name but there's a a school shooting movie that he backed um you know obviously he's really raw and that's probably what they're trying to do with their their films maybe i guess she gets to develop something completely on her own so you know i'm glad she has a a job um it's unfortunate it just you know it's just like twitter sucks dude it's like people just should shut up (laughs) just don't talk it's not even it's not even celebrities like i i see this with youtubers all the time yeah of course yes yes they'll they'll post something and somebody will take it out of context or yep be taken I mean, you can't convey the, you know, you can't convey sarcasm over text. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. If you're, if you're joking about it or if you're serious about it. Right. Is that really the hill you want to die on? Right. And 
so many people that have been deplatformed and canceled. Yeah. So to speak. Right. Because it's like what they believe or one statement they've made supported or who they didn't support. Yeah. It's just, there's just not a lot of conversation happening now as well. Right. Like you say one thing stupid. I mean, she, she said a few things, you know, I'm not saying they're stupid, but obviously a few things that made a lot of people mad. But it's like, you know, there's no conversation, right? It's just like, oh, that person's a piece of shit. We're going to erase her from everything. Like, you know, I think, you know, people like Weinstein level who are scum definitely deserve, you know, to be erased as much as possible. But, you know, I I think it's just, I think it's out of control now. You know, honestly, I think, you know, like James Gunn, for instance, I mean, he got, he was fired and rehired, thankfully. I don't. You know, I honestly think he just thought he was being funny. And yeah, it was an insensitive joke and he apologized for it. He was fired for a while. He, I think he got the Suicide Squad job. Then Marvel had him come back because they were talking behind the scenes. So like there, there's redemption, I'm saying, you know, there's, uh, I oh, hope, yeah. hope someday she can come back. I, I like her character. And from what I've read, they're not planning to recast, which I'm pissed off because I always hate they have to kill a character off or they have that character's sibling come on who's just like them, right? You know, but they just <laughs> have like a, a name that rhymes yeah. with theirs. It's stupid. Um, I, I think I have too much skin in the game to put my own opinion in it. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, I've, uh, I'm pretty opinionated sometimes. Sure. Um, my... And I did have a good talk with Joey and this is outside of the, the oh, yeah, podcast, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we we were talking about that and sure. you know, he made a good point that while freedom of speech wasn't the issue, yeah, um consequences do occur with freedom of speech sure. that aren't protected under freedom of speech, period. Right. Um while I think to some degree that people have pointed out the double standard of certain individuals. Yeah. I am just disappointed to see that outcome. Even if you go on Facebook nowadays, it's like, you know, you can't, I don't know, you, you have to pick and choose your your moments. Yeah. What's the time for me to express my opinion and really stand out for what I believe in? Sure. Or is this something, if I put it out there, I'm going to get attacked and, you know, throw me under the bus because I don't believe the way they do. Right, right. Not. Well, and I, I think, I think there's been some backlash. I know that uh, for the day or so after firing, uh, Disney came out with fourth quarter reports saying that they were, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of where they were. And then this happened. And then the whole hashtag cancel Disney happened. So, Mm. you know, I and I know that Disney is really invested into the Star Wars uh, world. So I don't know where that leaves uh, the Mandalorian. You know, obviously, uh, news coming out that Pedro Pascal is taking on a lead role in an HBO film or a show or something like that. So yeah. that, that oh, the Last of the Us, question, you know, yeah. right? That brings into the whole question of mm. okay, is Pedro um, still fully invested in the Mandalorian? Which, uh, from the sounds of of it, it doesn't sound like he's going to be as invested or in the show on the third season because of scheduling conflicts. Mm. So it's just like from the Mandalorian explore some of these other characters, you know, I'm really excited about the book of Boba. Mm-hmm. Um, that looks really good. Yeah. Um, that could be its own thing. Uh, what's that lady who is Rosario Darson? Isn't she getting like her own show or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That would be amazing to go visit 
And then, and then why not bring back Bill Burr? I mean, that whole oh, story yeah. could be really, I really love his character. Yeah. You, you got to bring yeah. him back. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know when season three is coming oh. for Mandalorian, but maybe if it's going to be a while, cause he's spinoffs, they got to, you know, work on those right. separately. Maybe she'll be back. Who knows? You know, I, I hope so, right. but I mean, there's, there's don't a lot kill her of character off. I think that would be shameful. I really, I hate that. Like, well, you got I mean, to look at the fact that like, the book of Boba is going to replace, you know, the Mandalorian for December of this yeah, year. Yeah, true. Yeah, right. they're not gonna they're not gonna do it all at once. Maybe, yeah, maybe next December it'll be Ahsoka Tano, and then maybe the December after that it'll be season three, and by sure. then it'll be a result. Disney has their plan for the way they're gonna do things, and we never know. I mean, we never thought James Gunn was gonna come back to Guardians three. Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, so, and the whole cast, they pulled to get him back, too. I mean, I don't know if that helped, but obviously, you know, uh, there was a big desire to have him come back, and it was like a past tweet, you know, and it was just stupid. I mean, I get Gina's thing's so recent, but still, after all these shows run, it might be enough time for some healing, I guess, you know, or change up in leadership. Who knows? Like These studios, they're in a very uh, peculiar place right now because... Um, on one hand, you're seeing uh, the forcefulness of the human, uh, you know, interaction with yep. these studios, saying you need to make it this way. I mean, look at what Sonic did. They they bent Sonic over backwards to spend <laughs> I don't know how much more money on redoing it, mm-hmm. and that and then because of COVID, ended up being the freaking number one movie of the year. Which I mean, it did do well in the theaters, but I yeah. wouldn't say it's like gonna beat out anything that was supposed to be happening that actually was yeah i was gonna say that was the actual um, actually the last movie i saw in the theater i think was sonic right and uh you know deadpool was another classic example right it was leaked on that studio said we're never gonna do it (laughs) they bent to the will of the uh the the general public and and that movie ended up doing well so they're in this kind of weird Mm -hmm. debacle range where yeah. They're like, okay, how much do we trust our own instincts versus how much do we trust everybody else? Mm-hmm. And they're siding with everybody else, maybe not for the well, right yeah. reason, but just because they're so freaking scared right now that they don't know what direction they want to go in. Obviously, the Zack Snyder one's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that that'll be um, a big enough kick in the pants of WB, which we've already talked about previously. On you know, they aren't even doing any sort of marketing for this this is all hbo max doing it and right. then you've got Zack snyder which is on twitter blowing up everybody's twitter feed and that's taken off like crazy mm-hmm. and it's funny because Zack snyder is doing more pr work <laughs> yeah and doing a lot better than the studio so right. you know they're in this really weird place right now and i don't well, know how to explain it and to, to back up to like lucasfilm like Kath, kathleen kennedy you know all her are all her faults with the direction of star wars because i think they thought it'd be walk in a park with these the sequel trilogy and it just did not deliver i think i think the first one might have been the only one that was it could have been greatness you know it was it was supposed to go further and it just seemed to just it felt like a soft reboot it was just not i mean they didn't even develop the the new characters much you know they made ray ultra powerful and they just kind of shoehorned in her origin at the end and you can give Kathleen uh, Kennedy credit for getting John Favreau and Dave Filoni together because they made the Mandal- Mandalorian what it is. 
But I think their success right. is starting to outshine. And I think that would be a smarter direction to go with those guys because they're actually fans. I think that's the biggest mistake all these studios make when they, they get these properties. You know, I, I think they are always put off by people who are fans, you know, think they're going to geek out right. too much. And so they don't want anything to do with them. Well, like when you give people who are very talented outside of their fandom for something and then you put that together like they're going to deliver something spectacular something special and yeah you could say mandalorian some don't like it as much as we do but i think it's better than the sequel trilogy we got and it's it's building a lot more <laughs> it's world building the show you get to see all these other places these characters these you know little things that we never really got to understand about the original trilogy they're expanding upon all of it. And with the TV format, it's great because you have all the time in the world to do that, you know, effectively. You don't have to jam it into a movie, which I think is another reason why the sequel trilogy just, you know, they didn't give us what we wanted to start with. Like, we wanted the whole gang back, at least for one movie, right? And then they could pass the right. torch. But instead, it's like every damn movie killed off one of the original characters. And it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> what are you doing? You know, and these the new characters were not yet interesting enough to go on a journey with. And they're just kind of like hollow. You know, they weren't fully developed. But yeah, the Mandalorian yeah, has done a lot more um, to make that better. Like with the, the prequel or the sequel trilogy, I'm sorry. I wasn't invested enough in any of the new characters that like if they would have all been killed off by the end of episode nine, I wouldn't have shed a single tear. <laughs> yeah. I cared more about them in the first the first movie than I did the other ones, you know, because they introduced like, too many more characters to care about. Exactly. I mean, you, you just can't care about them. Phasma was so um, disappointing. Like that that could have been something so cool. Like the armor. What's what's her story? We don't get anything of her story. It's just like she's dead. <laughs> you know, it's it was, like what? Yeah. Really? I hate to say it was the Boba Fett of the sequel trilogy. Right, which maybe she'll get her show someday and you'll get to lo you love her <laughs> like she should have been loved, you know? Like, we've gotten more on Boba Fett now than ever, you know, outside of the comics and the books, of course, but, like, the movies themselves, the originals, I didn't, I didn't get the, you know, fascination of Boba. You know, I, I didn't until now he's a badass. So you get to finally see him kick some ass, you know, and it's a lot more developed. He's an older Boba Fett, but still it's actually just in, in the timeline, it's only maybe five years um, after Jedi return of the Jedi. So yeah, it's really the same one. He just, we get to actually utilize him more. So I think it's a, uh, it's great Mandalorian and all the spinoffs. I think they'll do great. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate about Gina. I, I really hope she can return. I love her character. I wouldn't be really pissed if they kill her off. Like it's best just to not maybe mention her character. I don't want her because her character is on a journey. She just joined the, the rebels and maybe they could refer to her on a mission. I don't know, but just, it'd be stupid to kill her off. I think that's a mistake. And regarding the Hasbro toy line, um, supposedly the, she was part of the season one and two Mandalorian figures and the next series of figures wasn't going to have her. So I don't know if that's true or not. Kind of want a figure now, but I'm sure they're outrageously priced because they're rare. As long as they don't kill her off yeah. at all or talk about her, there's kind of the assumption that she's off doing her own thing. 
right. which we kind of all assumed and in sure. season after season one when we didn't get an immediate, you know, where is she kind of thing. I mean, she just reappeared. And I, I, I kind of got the feeling that <clears throat> at the end of season two, how they kind of had everybody lined up that her storyline was done and uh, and they had they had reached the, the arc there. True. But, who knows? As as long as they don't kill her off, there's always that hope of return. Right. And I think it's cheap. It's. I mean, there's some things that you can't do, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his face for the Black Panther. I mean, you can't say you know he's off running errands or something. But right. Um, but at least in this case, you can just say hey, she's off doing uh, something, and then you know should she get picked back up by Star Wars and sure. Disney again, then. Well, and that's that's another thing about you know when people pass away you know the the actors of these characters i personally yeah. don't think there's anything wrong with recasting that character is so much bigger than an actor not to say the actor's performance you know should be forgotten that's not at all what i'm saying right. but that character you know there's so much more story for that character like you know t'challa marries like oh, storm in the comics you know just for one one yeah. thing there and he all already went through his trials in the first Black Panther. And I get, you know, paying respect to, to Chadwick and stuff. But I still think it's like, you know, I think he would like the the, the character to continue. You know, I, I don't think he would want them to just halt everything. And, you know, that goes right. clear back to Dark Knight, you know, with Heath Ledger. I know Joker was, I believe he was part of the third movie. If they were going to do a third movie and, you know, they shied away from recasting because of Ledger's performance, which I totally understand. But to me, Joker is such a big character. Eventually they did, you know, move on, not, not in the Nolan verse, but you know, just things like that. Uh, you know, I, I guess either way, it's like, however the studio wants to pursue it, but I don't think it's a personal, like, screw you to the person who, uh, you know, played the part. Like, it's just a bigger part, you know? It's bigger than an actor, you know, or an actress, so. What uh, Mitch said, I mean, I I couldn't have said it any better. I think that that we just, um, part of it's the platform that that she's on. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, choosing to use that platform to communicate, you know, her own personal beliefs and... right. And I think as a celebrity, I think we should have learned by now. And it's unfortunate that um, that's just that's just something you can't or should not do. Sure. It's, it's sad, but right. I mean, it's, you're just not afforded that luxury, I guess. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be careful what you say, especially when, you know, you got a huge paycheck coming your way, which she was negotiating. So, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, yeah, hopefully she'll. She'll be able to make this other movie happen, and it'll be successful. So, yeah, hopefully she'll come back to Star Wars eventually. Yes. Time will tell. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we have time. A couple people who've who've passed, we should honor real quick. Christopher Plummer. He was 91. Mm. He was in, he was just in, actually, uh, Knives Out. That was, what, a year or so ago? Great actor. Yeah. Uh, Sound of Music. Uh, Star Trek 60, Undiscovered Country. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and countless other films. and National um, Treasure, don't forget. Yes, he was uh, the grandfather, right? <clears throat> yeah. What the hell was his name? The last name of that family was Gates? Was that right? Yes. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't even in that movie that long, I don't think, and he still was a great presence. He was a talented actor, and yeah, just iconic, you know. He always was in our life uh, with uh, whatever... 
you know, he was on the Cosby show once. I know that, you know, he guest starred on that. And yeah, obviously Star Trek six, that was a big deal. General Chang, badass Klingon oh, dude yeah. with the eye patch think, with the uh, bolts in it. I think General Chang is second only to Khan for me. Oh, like sure. Star, really? uh, Star Trek antagonists. Yeah. Like he was pretty good. Um, I think just the way that they did his character and everything like that was just, just phenomenal. And, yeah. And not only that, but like that, that whole movie like made parallels to the uh, Soviet um, conflict, the Cold War or Soviet the Berlin Wall and, coming down sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Really, he was just like had such a range as an actor. Yes, and he did. I don't did. think we see that in very many actors sure. these days. So. Yeah, I mean, he was, yeah, uh, William Shatner uh, was an understudy of his when they were doing, um, like, Shakespeare in Canada. They're both Canadians, and, yeah, many years later, he asked uh, Christopher Plummer to be in Star Trek VI, I guess, and actually, Plummer was a fan of the original series. He was uh, watching it while while he was in England at the time, and I actually think he hated Sound of Music. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, I don't, I think he, I think he, uh, grew to like it but i don't think he ever really <laughs> i forgot how he I don't, forgot what he said I don't about think it he thought that it was going to go anywhere no probably or not that it was going to be as iconic as it was right i think he was like uh oh, it's just another right exactly just another you know 40s musical or whatever it was yes but i was i was really thrilled he was in um girl with the dragon tattoo or um, I'm sorry, Knives Out. Both those films, but Knives Out, that was a treat. I was like, wow, he's really, you know, he got a lot of screen presence, even though, spoiler, he was taken out right away in the movie. But all the flashbacks and stuff, like he was, you know, he was interacting with every actor. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, and he's actually the oldest actor to win an Oscar, too. So, yeah. R.I.P. Cloris Leachman, Iowan native, represent. Uh-huh. Yeah, this was... That was sad. It was sad, yeah. She was uh, in The Last Picture Show, which was a movie I've never seen, but I want to see really badly. Uh, Jeff Bridges was in it. She won her Oscar for that one. And she was on the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Beverly Hillbilly, she played the granny. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Young Frankenstein. She was also in Beer Fest. Was she? Yeah. I've seen that for a, a bit. The, the German grandma that warmed up. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she always popped up in things like Bad Santa. She played the granny. You know, like, want some right. finger sandwiches? Um, yeah, she was all over the place. But yeah, she went to Roosevelt, class of 1942. There's a stage there that's named after her. And uh, yeah, she acted in in the Des Moines Playhouse before heading to New York. And there's an actual award named after her called the Chloris Awards or the Chlorises, founded in 2015. And, uh, yeah, she was always proud of her roots. So, yeah, I really I really dug that. You know, I like when, you know, Tom Arnold's another celeb and Aston Kutcher. And maybe there's another Iowan I'm not thinking of. But I like when they, you know, they, they send a lot of respect towards Iowa, you know, because everyone else just shits on it, it seems, right? <laughs> it's like, ah, you're from Iowa? You know, I don't know. Captain Kirk's from Iowa. Hello. Yeah, they made a whole movie about that. Yeah. I've been there. I've seen the, I've seen the site of Captain Kirk. Uh birthstone if you will (laughs) yeah so rest in peace to those two actors we also lost uh screech dustin diamond that was uh very sad he just got a cancer diagnosis i believe it was really really quick but it was stage four i think yeah i was hoping you'd have a a happier ending 
Because I know they just rebooted Save by the Bell, and I, I'm not sure if they were going to bring him back or not. Because I think he was trying to rekindle their relationship. I think they were. Yeah, I think they were going to. Yes. At some point, but yeah, he uh, he had a lot of struggles. Yes, he did. Just you know, with being a child actor, and I know he had he had been on a couple of those like celebrity shows, like Doctor Drew. And yeah, he's an asshole on those, but he's probably just maybe I'm hoping he's acting. It just felt like you know, like. They have to they have to amp it up a little bit. I remember he was on Celebrity Weight Loss or something like that. Fit Club. Did you say that, Bill? Yeah. I'm sorry if you didn't. I uh, it was like, yeah, I think Celebrity Fit Club or something like that. He was on that. He was on uh, Surreal Life. Oh, wow. Um, he he had like just a tremendous amount of struggles that he dealt with with substance abuse and depression right. and things like that. And yeah, it was, it was just, just sad that you know, he never quite got the help that he needed. And, right. Or he, he did get the help that he needed and didn't see his life fulfilled. Exactly. The length of so. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. He was a, he actually was a stand up comedian for a bit. And, uh, I think he wrote it. He wrote that book. It was the, uh, Oh, uh, the unauthorized telling of say by the bell or something like that. I think, um, yeah. Yeah, and he, I think he was in a knife fight or something like three years ago, and I think he went to jail for a bit. So he was obviously out of jail and then got this. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, I know he was making the circuit of kind of like forgiveness, like, I'm sorry, you know, I I messed up. And <laughs> the circle of forgiveness. The circle of forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. forgiveness. <laughs> 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 but anyway, yeah, that's that very sad. And yeah, it, it sucks. You know, a lot of these. People who brought you joy when you're a kid, you know, they, they are not happy. Things are missing and things are messed up in their life. So it's uh, very unfortunate. But yeah, rest in peace to those great talents. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, just started shooting about a week ago, I believe. And uh, there's set photos. And I sent this to everybody. Hopefully everyone got a chance to look at it. If not, I'll just describe. But he's looking very uh, thor uh, like in the comics, he's got like yellow boots. It looks like I don't know if you've spot that in the image I sent you, but yeah. definitely back in shape. <laughs> he's no longer Fat Thor. Yeah, no more, uh, no more fat suit for Chris Hemsworth. That's okay. <laughs> do without that. Yeah, man, he's um, rocking this like leather vest thing. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure Megan's speechless. Claudia might have to talk for. Her. <laughs> Yeah, Thor is no longer Pudgy Man. Is yes. that what we were discussing? Yeah. Yep. Red vest, mm -hmm. leather vest with some uh, blue pants and some yellow boots. He's got that chiseled jaw going, too. I yep. Know. Uh, you know, he just doesn't do it for me. He really? He doesn't do it for me. More of a Chris Pratt I'm guy actually... or girl? No. Chris <laughs> Pratt, definitely not him either. Who's no. your favorite Avenger? Like, the dudes, I guess. Uh... Uh, who's my favorite dude? <laughs> yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Why not? Um, we we have the female um, perspective here, you know. I yeah. Um. Jer Jeremy Renner, no, Hawkeye. No, no, <laughs> ew, absolutely not. Could you imagine? How dare you? No, no. Um, 
not to mention that I think he's probably just an a-hole in general. I've heard, But he yeah. also looks like he suffered from acne acne as a kid, and like he just has scars that can't be digi- digitized. Oh, no. So that or his face is just that ugly. But um, <laughs> Jeremy, for listening, and, um, please still come on. Uh, yeah. Claudia will um, interview <laughs> She loves you. Claudia says no. <laughs> um, I don't think I have a favorite adventure. Uh, no, no, no. I was gonna say Chris Evans, if anybody. Oh come on, no. yeah. What? No, I and not even the actors themselves. Like I have always loved Batman, even just as just as a comic book character. Ben Affleck, I know. No, no, um, because he's dark and mysterious, right? Oh, That's yeah, sure. Why I yep. Batman, always. Right. I, yes. I didn't care who played him. I mean, it helped that Michael Keaton played him. You're like, don't take the mask Christian off. Dale You're good. Him. Yes. And then Ben Affleck came along and he was he just ruined it for me. Oh, Absolutely ruined it for what? Me. Come I'm on. I'm sorry. What? Well, you know, you mentioned know. Chris, Christian Bale. He's in this movie as well, Love and Thunder. So, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a huge cast. And you got Natalie Portman. I'm really digging I'm this. I'm so excited she's back. I'm yeah. So I love her. I hope she I hope she brings it, though. I don't know. I I felt like she got kind of in the phone, phone it in uh, position, maybe with the, the last Thor movie. But yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see how they, um, if her character is like the main character, probably not. But I mean, in the comics, the storyline that they're adapting, it's, it's a pretty big uh, storyline centered on Jane Foster, her character. So, yeah. And then you I got... really hope they can CGI her mouth shut for more than five minutes. What? Like... Portman? <laughs> yeah. She's always got this, like, <laughs> face on her. It's like... Maybe her, her and like, her lower jaw just is like ten... Her lower jaw is like ten pounds heavier than the rest of her face. There's like a nerve severed or something. She's just like, <laughs> yeah. I'm Thor. <laughs> ah, I'm, sore. I'm sore after doing Pilates. Oh my goodness. I feel great. Guess my age, uh, 52. No, 40. What? No, what? Bitch. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I hope she brings it. I I'm I'm excited for her return. You might have heard my kid in the background. She said something about school. She's also wearing a Batman shirt right now. I just love like to So am I. That. I am too. See? Good, good team to be on. Yep. Batman's where it's at. I'm Batman. Batman uh, never mind. No, no, no. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, give you one guess. It's where the Dark Knight hides. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Uh, Not the bat nipples. <laughs> That gives a new meaning to the term. Do you want to take a ride on my Batmobile? <laughs> Can you imagine if they made condoms that like feel <laughs> like the where it was gonna go? Feel like the Adam West Batman, where like everything was bat themed, like bat <laughs> yeah. shark repellent, bat condom, bat lubricant, <laughs> bat double sided. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Robin, have you seen it? Uh, I'm going to go see Catwoman tonight. And I, uh, I've, uh, I need it. I seem to have misplaced my, uh, my bat plug. Do you know where that is? Oh, my God. <laughs> Alfred's got it. Sure Sick bastard. Word, I'm about to be robbing your... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. That's that's a deleted scene. <laughs> well. Oh, uh, uh, so seventies were some crazy times, man. So speaking speaking of love, Thor: Love and Thunder is currently filming, and uh, yeah, Yay. maybe there will be some plugs. Who knows? Um, doubt it. It's Marvel. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, I like his outfit. You guys, you guys digging this look of his? I, I don't know who, how long he'll be sporting it, but uh, got the golden locks. Yeah, we shall see. I like it. I like it. Star Lord's right I, there. I think so. it's gonna be good. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I think so too. Hopefully, they just. Maybe pause the humor for some serious moments. Um, I definitely enjoyed um, when they went from Ragnarok to Infinity War. You know, they just made it, they raised the stakes more, I guess you could say. It felt like. Yeah. I think Taika Watiti does a really good job with the character. Yeah, I think He's, so too. He really does. Yeah. He's done the best character out of all the horror movies. So. Yeah, it's very, um, definitely very uh, original, it feels. And uh, my only thing is, I, I thought it was just two joking spots. I'm sure I didn't hate it though. I, I thought it was probably the most exciting Thor movie we got. Uh, I mean, the first one was kind of cool. Like had a kind of had a Superman the movie type of feeling with it. I don't know. Yeah, Ragnarok definitely uh, got the franchise going again because you know we haven't had any more Iron Man since uh, the third one, and this is going past the third movie. So yeah, they're just uh, I think they're getting into a new phase where they're just exploring these other comic um, storylines. Uh, I believe it's in Australia they're filming. So, yeah, Chris doesn't have to go too far to the set, I imagine. <laughs> he can bring his wife and his kids. There you go. Yeah. There you go, because she has no more Fast and Furious to do. She was killed off. Spoiler. She was. She's an actress, too. <laughs> I don't know her name, yeah. but I just know she She died. Ella. Um, uh, is it El- Ella? Elena? Elena? Ella? Um, better than I something? got. Yes. Ella, Ella? A la la la. A la, la. <laughs> a la rich. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer dropped, guys. Woo-hoo. I'm excited. I, I've been excited. It's coming next month. Four hour movie. That's four hours of Affleck in the bat suit. Um, Megan's getting excited. You know what, though? They had some really good shots of him in that. Um, yeah. Some that changed my mind a little bit. Some actually decent shots. Yeah, Snyder is—he's a really good director, I think, and he films very well. And I think you definitely didn't get that with the Justice League we got. Even added some uh, Joker footage. Yes. In the trailer. So he's got like long hair now, and I think a lot of people are like, "Why does this look?" I'm like, "Because it's Jared Leto. He doesn't cut his hair." <laughs> yeah. He shaved his beard at least, so. <laughs> I got one complaint about the new Joker. It looks like he ate a big can of like baked beans and it's like all over his <laughs> mouth. You know, I don't know. Just in the black Mitch. and white photos anyway. It just looks that way. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that video? The baked beans video? From like forever ago? <laughs> oh, it's been so long. Remind me. It was like, um, I'll have to resend it to you, but it, I came up in one of our podcasts a long time ago where we mentioned baked beans. And this entire video is in a different language, and the only thing that you hear is baked beans, but it's this rapper. <laughs> and he's with a bunch of half-naked women, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa baked beans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that you remember? I remember sending that to you. <laughs> I can't remember how it all went. Baked beans. He'd be wrapping up a store. <laughs> he says, baked beans. 
Maybe that's a part of the soundtrack. Maybe. Never know. I know it's just the only criticism I got though of the new Joker. Like I, I think otherwise it looks pretty cool, but yeah, it just looks like man, your lips are really chapped. You might want to or wipe that off your face. I don't know, but other than that, it looks good in color, which we got finally for the trailer. It looked pretty good. I feel like the jury was never out on Jared Leto as the Joker for me. I, I still, I it's just not out. I still feel like he could have been something more than what he was mm, yeah. or what he was allowed to do well and that's the thing though they, yeah. they shot so much of him for suicide squad that we never got to see and I they know. totally edited that movie terribly and i hope we'll get a cut the an air cut of that film which i think that'd be nice snyder is trying to get that to happen so yeah it's I refuse yeah. to judge him until i yeah and i think that's, that's fair what he did yeah that, I mean? that's totally fair what we got was just just a little bit of his whole performance and it looks like this performance is a little bit more toned down maybe with uh because it's like a nightmare version of joker it's that nightmare scene we saw in bvs which i really enjoyed and i'm glad we're, we're uh, revisiting i really like the batman in the trench coat with the goggles it's just it's a cool look i don't know and uh yeah it seems like joker's maybe more tame because the chaos out there from dark side is so much greater than his chaos it just makes him normal i don't know but who knows i mean he is wearing a swat vest he probably killed the guy who had it before besides additional shots obviously uh what were your thoughts of the trailer with everything that went down everybody i really hope they touch up dark side really yeah yeah he looked a little too power rangery for me <laughs> I mean, you know, I I get it. Like, Darkseid's kind of like DC's Thanos. Yeah. But, I don't know. Just the the shots of him in there just seemed like they were copied and pasted. Mm, Sure, sure. Yeah. So, I I don't know. That's probably like, you know, it's probably by no means a finished product. Like, I'm sure they've got all the touch-ups and stuff like that they need to do yet. I'm sure they'll be working, uh, like, towards the the deadline, for sure, on the retweaks and stuff. Oh yeah, I just my my biggest hope with it is that they don't cut out anything that was in the trailer from the actual movie itself. Yeah, I get you. Yep, that happens a lot. Yep, you'll see cool shots. So, yep, and you're like, I mean, where is it? <laughs> why tease us with a better movie if you're just going to give us <laughs> another steaming pile of crap? <laughs> yeah, no man, it, it looks. It looks really good. I think it's going to be something really, really special, and it's something rare for us to get on this level. You know, you'll get a you'll get a director's cut of certain movies, but it's usually like you know five, ten years away from the original. But this is such a unique situation uh, with the you know the whole release of Snyder Cut campaign and the the supporters. Joey's a one of the strong supporters. He's really been invested, and he's actually on the that clip they always show of Snyder announcing that that the cuts coming out he's one of those faces which is really cool it had to be really amazing to be part of superman he's got a shockwave scream now which is pretty cool i think that was a neat effect i like that yeah and it really goes back to bvs like you know Snyder was setting things up and justice league just kind of ignored everything so like of course it didn't well, make glad- a lot of sense yeah I'm glad they added that because that makes a whole mm-hmm. lot more sense for like why some extraterrestrial being would just all of a sudden say like, oh yeah, sure, let's go to Earth. Yeah. 
Superman's scream from dying had had to be that powerful. I never really thought of that, you know, if he's got like super breath and all that stuff, that's got to be amplified yeah. enormously when he's actually killed. Like, oh god, that smells like Kryptonian. <laughs> Man, he's got super breath and I'm sure it just magnifies after he dies. It That's does. Whole... It's metal, man. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the, the plot of the uh, Zack Snyder Justice League movie uh... is uh, Darkseid bringing Superman some Listerine from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four-hour Listerine commercial. <laughs> well, and the bigger cut is when he voids his bowels, and you can just forget about the Earth's gravitational pull. <laughs> Justice League 2 depends. We get we just shift away from the moon. What that green water was? Wasn't it green? <laughs> Mitch, what did you think of the trailer? I uh, I watched it several times. I I got goosebumps to be honest with you. Um, it looks amazing. It's something that's going to be so far beyond the world and storyline, and it's just so well done. Mm -hmm. I I think it's going to be hard to say no to a second story. But I, I I hope that it isn't redone in a way that that uh, Zach kind of ties up all the stuff that he wanted to get done mm -hmm. kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, but I hope it's enough that it, it sparks interest to continue on. Yeah. Because I, I know that the original thought was, okay, they kill Steppenwolf, and then um, the next movie would be, Dark Side. you know, Darkseid yep. kills a couple of the actual Justice League members. And then the third movie rounds everything out, so they all come. Yeah, you know, right, right. There was this kind of breakdown and rebuild and stuff like that. So exactly, yeah. Um, you yeah. know, uh, we're gonna get to see. I don't know if there's any truth to the whole fact that uh, we're gonna get to, to see Green Lantern. I don't know anything about maybe uh, Martian Manhunter. Yeah, um, that's that's for sure. Know. Martian but, Manhunter is for sure. Is it okay? Yep. So I. You know the these are all interesting aspects that I I can't wait to see and and some of the scenes you see with Darkseid if you look very closely in the background it looks like he's already in the on the planet mm -hmm. um, and not in his own thing so it's just it's going to be so intricate and and Zach has such a, a keen eye to to keeping things as as comic book accurate as it could be so even if it doesn't follow a specific storyline it's going to look Mm -hmm. Like it should in the comics. He's so a he's a it, craftsman. He's really invested. He really is, yeah. and yet he always gets shit on. But the true fans of comic books, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know anybody that hates the Watchmen except for a couple of my friends. But it, they just say, "Oh, it's too long and boring." Mm -hmm. No, it's it's really not. If you watch <laughs> it and follow the storyline, yeah, it's it's the most amazing piece of artwork I've ever seen. And still, in my book, holds. Uh, number one spot for best comic book movie of all time. Right, right. Well, it, it's just an embarrassment to WB, you know. For so long, you had all these YouTube pundits and internet people saying it doesn't exist, this cut, and to just give up right. and all this stuff. And it's just funny now that they kind of have to eat shit, but they're they're still trying to like not uh, admit to being wrong. Of course, they, they clarify yeah. saying, well, what we meant was it wasn't a complete cut. Right. It's like, well... I get that, but maybe yeah, say that next time, <laughs> you know, like they're they're backtracking now that there's an actual trailer and a release. Oh yeah, date. yeah, and yeah, I think a lot of them are like excited about it. It's like, wait a minute, you were just telling us a few years ago, just don't even, it's a pipe dream. Don't even worry about it. You know, it's not happening and blah blah blah. But see, and, I don't get it because you've got this huge fan base that wants to see it, 
you've got a potential to make more money, Mm -hmm. which is number two. And I don't see why anybody would say, hey, this is a bad idea, unless Mm -hmm. basically it it shows their ineptitude to make a good movie and decision-making processes up at the top level. So whoever Josh or uh, your your, uh, Joey has ever said, Mm -hmm. um, you know, those two people, they're just not good people mm-hmm. for the company. They don't understand the comics. They don't understand the vision of DC. Yeah. They need to get thrown the F out. Well, yeah. And I, I was I actually asked Joey before he went on, like, is there anything you want me to like bring up? And he was just saying that the, you know, the WB UK Twitter tweeted support for the movie, but the main account still hasn't really promoted the yeah. film. And I guess they try to steal the thunder of the, trailer release with the Godzilla versus Kong trailer and you know it, it of course failed miserably and the trailer Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer has had 24.9 million views so big wow. hit big hit people want it yeah. and I think they're going to subscribe to HBO Max to see it and watch the hell out of it I'm, I'm super excited uh, you know it is an embarrassment to WB but there's other people in charge now like you've got people from the AT&T side, you know, because they've merged their companies. So I think those people, from what I've, I've heard from others, they helped make this happen because they saw the, the big bucks and they saw that people wanted to see it. So they basically, you know, told those other people to step aside, like, we're going to do this. So get on board. And of course, you know, those people in charge are saying, like, this is a one, one and done thing with Snyder. But yeah, if it's successful enough and people, if there's a cliffhanger, which there could be, I could see Snyder giving us a cliffhanger because, you know, you want to get, you know, he wants to see if people want more. And if there's, if there's enough people who do, uh, their voices probably will be heard because they have been heard already for this cut and, uh, power to them. I, I, I hope uh, that would be so remarkable if, uh, Snyder got to do another Justice League or uh, another property, who knows, but. Yeah, I mean, he had a, I think he had a pretty solid relationship with Warner Brothers before all this mess, and Whedon stepped in and uh, just really damaged that film, <laughs> you know, in hindsight. Yeah. And yeah, he's he's going through trouble, troubling times himself right now, and I guess he just wasn't a good dude overall. So it's unfortunate, you know, Ray, Ray Fisher, he's been really trying to um, stick it to them for um, just their... Um, mishandlings of the cast in in the end i think snyder is the winner here plain and simple so i'm, I'm looking forward to his cut and i you know it's got to be great it has to be and you know maybe not great but it's definitely going to be better than the the justice league we got so i'm super excited and pumped and uh yeah we got the bat tank did you guys see that that's from dark knight uh returns oh, yeah. the yeah. comic jesus they're really going for it so yeah it's gonna have a junkie Absolutely. xl soundtrack yeah, man, it's crazy. It's gonna be good. I, I'm I'm excited, so I can't wait to, I can't wait to see the damn thing. I'm sure I'll just binge watch it to death. <laughs> Hopefully, we get it released physically too. That would be wonderful. Um, another trailer broke today. Cruella, uh, Emma Stone, she's starring as a young Cruella Deville. Um, this actually looks pretty damn good, I think. Except I don't really want to feel bad for the character. <laughs> Because, you know, she likes to slaughter dogs for coats. I don't know. I think it'll be good, just like Maleficent was good. But mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of Emma Stone. I just, mm. I'm no. not. <laughs> uh, 
No. <laughs> I think I, I don't know. I could I could have like I can probably think of like five different actresses I would have rather seen as Cruella Deville. Mm-hmm. To be honest, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll. I'm sure you know my daughter's a huge Disney fan. She'll want to go see it. So sure. I'll take her to go see it. I'll reserve my, you know, <laughs> I, I, I've been wrong about casting choices before. Yeah. Maybe so, she'll surprise you. I mean, I, I think it yeah. looks really good. And uh, Emma Thompson's in it. And Mark strong. Um, that's a great supporting cast. And yeah, it looks, it looks like a really good movie. Uh, again, though, it's like, ugh, that's a kind of a dark character. I don't know if I want to feel bad for them. <laughs> you know, well, I'm sure. The dogs are outraged by this film. I I watched it though, right before the show. I kind of, it's like Disney's take on the movie Joker, uh, where they kind oh. of uh, took a real um, dark look and kind of made a um, bad guy movie. You know, with Joaquin Phoenix, it kind of yeah. has that feeling to it. Yeah, I like the I like the scenery. I think she's I, and I'm sorry, Bill. I know you don't like Emma Stone, but she's come a hell of a long way from Superbad uh, and. Uh, and well, I, yeah. I think, I, no, well, I, yes, she's a stone my, fox. My uh, <laughs> yeah. my Emma Stone isn't based off of like the tween movies that she did. It was based oh, off of okay. her, her playing Gwen Stacy. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, I can understand that. Uh, I've seen it. I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, well, it's, I'll it's leave good. with that. I I need to see, I need to see more one more trailer before I really make an opinion, though. Sure. I mean, I'm not going to pay 30 bucks to see it like they wanted us with Mulan. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks it looks like a movie I'd, I'd see in a theater. So, I don't know. What about you, Megan? You got some kids like me. Bill? Yeah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I think we talked about this when we first caught wind of it. And I think Maybe. My, I, I feel like I said I didn't care then. And I don't care now. I don't like, I don't like Cruella DeVille. I don't like 101 Dalmatians. I don't. Yeah, I don't like any of that. I, I don't care. I probably won't watch it. I wasn't Boycott. a 101 Dalmatians fan either, though. Um, what? I, I just wasn't. I didn't like the movie. Mitch hates dogs. I uh, grown up. No, oh, God, no. I'm kidding. No, it's not. It's not that. It's I'm I never kidding. Got the, this, <laughs> this, this I like. Um, just weird. Oh, sorry. I'm yeah. a. I prefer Jennifer Lawrence over Emma Stone. Their humor is similar, but I just prefer Jennifer Lawrence. And that's my cue to exit. So yeah, Cruella, that's coming to Disney Plus, I believe, May 28th, 2021. I'm sure Megan and Claudia will enjoy that, maybe. Maybe they'll have a little... <laughs> maybe like a maybe one of those uh, review shows, like with the, the two-way mirror, yeah. you know? We'll, uh, we'll make yes. them... Yeah. Yes, I like that. Yes, yes. Well, uh... Moving on to comics, this is really cool. Um, I don't know if you were aware of this, but Warner Brothers they did these they did the Batman sixty six and Wonder Woman seventy seven sequel comics. This was uh, yeah. maybe a year or so ago. They just announced they're going to do the Batman eighty nine and the Superman seventy eight sequel comics. So very exciting! It's coming this July. Sam Hamm he wrote Batman nineteen eighty nine the movie. And he's writing the uh, Batman comic, the series uh, continuation, if you will, of the Tim Burton verse. And I've I've seen some artwork. It looks amazing. They actually incorporated one of the, uh, the toys, which was really cool. I'm I'm really digging it. It's a it's a real treat. And uh, yeah, you got the Richard Donner Superman. That's going to get a sequel in the comics as well. So 
yeah, artwork looks fantastic. Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be quite interesting. It sounds like a good concept. I might actually have to pick that up. Same here. And I don't buy comics too much. I mean, I like to buy them more, but it definitely takes something super interesting for me to like really go out and get it. And yeah, I can see. I can see me picking up these issues for sure because I do have, I actually do have Batman sixty six meets the Green Hornet, I believe. Kevin Smith co wrote some of those, so um, that was the last thing oh, yeah. I collected. So I still haven't read them, but I collected them, so <laughs> they're here. I'll just have to get off my lazy butt and uh, read them. It'd be super cool to see the continuation of both, especially now that uh, it appears Keaton is coming back to the. Uh, Batman verse. I hope that's going to happen for sure. They kind of been loosey goosey with it, but it does sound like it's going to happen. So I'm I'm super excited and yeah, I get to see yeah. this comic. So maybe we'll get to see uh, Billy D. Williams's Two Face. I don't know. Superman seventy eight. I wonder what they'll will do there. I don't know if they'll if they'll ignore three and four and <laughs> just pick up or I don't know. Please um, God, don't let it be an origin story for Nuclear Man. <laughs> <laughs> we already got that right i just Ugh. i didn't realize till years later that i was gene hackman's voice for nuclear man and it made sense because gene hackman put his dna in the rocket so i yeah. was like wow i got that like 20 years later <laughs> 25 years later yeah <laughs> oh that move that movie's bad bad you can see the wires that's how bad it is so last but not least uh wandavision we are talking episodes four through six. How are you guys digging this show? Keeps keeps changing every week, as it should, I guess. Oh, man. I don't I think that uh, I don't think that anybody that had anything bad to say about episode one can say anything bad anymore. No. Yeah. Not at all. I never got that. I really didn't. Those first two episodes when they were released, I. I dug them because I knew there was more episodes coming and I just was shocked by so many who jumped the gun and were like, ah, this is not good. <laughs> it it was a very slow burn. I think I said that the last time yeah. we were talking about sure. it. It's like, it was a very slow burn at first and now yep. it's just like, it's a bonfire and you're like, oh, it's crazy. What else is going to happen? Right. And it, every time it like, oh my God, this is so good. Oh, please stand by. Like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I know. Damn it. Yeah, I uh, after we talked about the first three episodes, I was watching, uh, I think I was watching the fourth one at the time, and my kids were like, what are you watching? And I told them, and then they're like, well, can you start from the beginning? And I was like, all right, all right. They really dug the first couple episodes. I mean, they like all of it, but they really liked the um, the beginning, because it's written like, it's written very well, like a sitcom that could have existed, and it's yeah. you know, kind of family-friendly, <laughs> but obviously it's getting darker. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're actually digging it too. And I think that's, that's very special, you know, cause I, I just, I didn't, you know, on its own, if you didn't know the characters, like they actually want to see the characters now outside of the show. And I'm like, all right, let me think of some movies I can, I can show you. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they have all kinds of questions. It's really, it's really pretty cool actually. Um, but yeah, uh, episode four is, uh, you know, we interrupt this program. We get, uh, Monica, Rambo coming back from the blip, if you will. It's kind of like a dark side of the blip. You know, we got to see people come back in Spider-Man uh, Far From Home from the, from the blip. You know, comical. Uh, this is very dark. Like, she wakes up in a hospital and 
people are just going ape shit. You know, you got a dude saying, I need a, I need to call my wife. You know, he hasn't talked to her in like five years. And yeah, right. then you, you get the heartbreaking news that her mom passed. Uh, it was like two years before she came back, I guess. She was like talking to the nurse and it's like, yeah, your mom's been dead for like three years or mm. something. It really hit me because it was like, you know, we hadn't really seen anybody coming, like you said, coming back from, you know, the blip, mm-hmm. so to speak. So, right. Wasn't actually addressed. Like we, got, yeah. we got to see like the chaos of everything that would be unfolding. And Oh, yeah. I um, mean, it's, it's crazy. I think you get to kind of see what some people thought you know, what their thought process was while everybody was gone. And then when they came back, it was just kind of like, well, what do we do now? Yeah. I mean, I think they explored that with Endgame, Like, you know, fans did not the movie itself, but it's like, you imagine like, where's your house at? You know, where's everybody? Like your spouse could have got remarried. Like for instance, Spider-Man uh, far from home, his teacher, his teacher's wife, like faked her disappearance. <laughs> she just left him. So yeah, that was, uh, oh, and- yeah, and even uh, Aunt May said there was somebody else living in her apartment when she came back. Oh, right. Yeah, definitely. They were at her like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of darkness there. Like, I think we talked about it in the group chat. I was like, you imagine if you're in an airplane and you just reappear in the sky? I mean, I, I think MCU has, like, lovey-dovey said, like, well, you'll, you'll be on the ground when you come back. You won't be up there. But let's say you weren't. That would really suck. You know, it's like, we're back. Holy <laughs> shit. Fall, you know, thousands of feet. Welcome back. Yeah. But the hospital definitely, the scene really amped up, like, the stakes of coming back. And, you know, she's, like, running. She ran into a dude who came back, too. And, yeah, so you get reacquainted with her, with, you know, the world. And she's a, a sword agent. So her mom founded that, we come to learn. And she's uh, been assigned to this missing persons case, and we get to meet Jimmy Woo from Ant Man and the Wasp. I love the uh, card trick, you know, throwback there. Yeah. That was awesome because you oh, know that's what Scott was showing him, right? Or he was asking Scott, "How you do that?" <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's just like little. I love like just the little callbacks they do like that. Yeah, and it's just like it, it's kind of one of those blink and you'll miss it kind of things. But right. you had to have watched the movies to really get what that was about right yeah like all these characters like they've been like planted you know their seeds have been planted and it's like they come back and it's like oh you you remember exactly last time you know what what they were doing or you know that was was such and he actually did that trick like i think he did it it took a couple takes he said but he actually did that trick the card trick yeah uh, that was such a cool scene. I, I love seeing that, and uh, I love his character. You know, he's it's just like effortless with him. He's just he's just so good at the the humor. It's not too it's not too corny. You know, it's just right. You really like the character. I mean, people want a spinoff series already of the guy, and you know, he's only been in yeah. a movie in a couple episodes now. But it just shows you, you know, there's just a lot of cool characters. They brought you know Darcy back, which was great. You know, I hadn't seen her since the Dark World, Thor: The Dark World, and I love yeah. the, love the character. And yeah, I was really surprised because, like, you know, um, watching the Marvel movies and everything like that before WandaVision came out, I went back and I like binge watched the rest of you know the MCU movies and everything, and I'm like, she's the most useless character. Like, they didn't do anything with her <laughs> right? whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. And then she comes back and she's got like a doctorate and she's like, mm-hmm. you know, a super genius and everything. I'm like, wow, they're actually 
doing something with this character now. That's awesome. Yeah, she cracked she cracked the code. She got the you're like, hey, get me a TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's such a, a crazy world. Like we're still I don't think we still know what's going on. And I, I like it. You know, it's you don't want to figure it out too soon. Oh, yeah. We get to um on a very special episode. Yeah, I love the intros. They did a family ties intro for the uh for this episode five. Uh the kids had a growth spur. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the when they were babies. That was a nice touch when they put the binkies in. They just spit them out, and it's like, yep, that's parenthood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They did a lot of cool things with that episode. Like they were kind of starting to break down the walls of yes, this uh, you know pristine world that they're in. Like you can't have a dog until you're ten, and then all of a sudden it's just like, whoop, they're ten years old. Right, and they do it in front of Agnes. <laughs> they do it in front of Agnes. Yeah. That's a new thing. She's just kind of like, oh, that's normal. And Vision's kind of like, what the hell? Yeah, I, I like that what he's happened? on to her. He was like, you know, where did uh, Geraldine go? Oh, she had to leave. <laughs> and he's, he already started getting suspicious there. But yeah, yeah this is like breaking down the walls of everything that's going on. Um, right. The one thing that I want to know more about with episode five, when they're showing Monica Rambo and she's uh, trying to kind of like figure out everything and. Mm-hmm. Uh, she came back at the end of, was it the end of episode four or the or the end of episode five? She came back. She got ejected from Westview. Yeah, it was during episode uh, episode four, I believe. She came back. Yeah, because okay. they, they they brought us up to speed. You know, she vanished, and then uh, they figured out how to watch the television. And they f- they found out she was um, she had been had, and then they get that uh, alert. And then she's yeah, yeah she's thrown out, and then they're all like, "What the hell is going on?" I I really want to know, and I think they'll probably touch on this later. But she made reference to like Captain Marvel in this yes episode. Yep, and she's kind of like, "No, I don't want anything to do with her." Right? I'm yeah. Like, okay. I found that very so interesting. Maybe, so maybe like uh, Captain Marvel's exposure to her mom caused the cancer or something. Oh, I didn't think about that. I mean, I don't know. It's hey, little, it's possible. Things I kind of think of, but that's a um, that's a good. I never thought of that. That's a good point. Wow. But uh, the other the other big thing with this is the commercial with episode five. Mm. Um, so every commercial they've had is kind of like had a little Easter egg in it for uh, Wanda's past, and episode five was for Lagos paper towels. And it was, the tagline was, when you make a mess that you didn't mean to. Oh, sure. <laughs> yep. I still yeah. remember that. <laughs> so it was like, it's kind of like, oh, is this all, is she doing all this because she feels guilty for causing the Civil War and right. all that stuff? Right. Like, what's going on in her head kind of thing. But yeah. We also find out from Monica that this is all being done by Wanda. Yeah, it's all like there's Wanda. Nothing, there's nothing, you know, there's no Hydra behind it or anything like that. It's all Wanda's doing. Right, right. And I, I think I think that's her perspective because I really think something else is happening. I, th- I mean, I think Wanda's doing some of it. But, like, when Vision brings that dude out of the trance, his coworker, and he's freaking out, and he, he just says, yes. she's in my head. She's in my head. And... I'm like, well, I think that's just a clever misdirect because he's not saying her name. So I think mm-hmm. someone else is 
helping out. And I think, I really do think is Agnes. A lot of people think she's Agnes, the, um, oh, the witch from the comics. Um, oh, Ag- Agatha. Uh, Agatha. Yeah. Agatha Harkness. Yes. Yes. I, I kind of think there's um, something there with that. I mean, she's, she's a really good actress, so she could definitely pull that off. I think, you know, uh, being a villainous. Yeah. I don't think it's all Wanda, but I think most of it is, or she's being, uh, controlled. It's yeah. Very manipulated somehow. Right. Right. Like when she went and got vision's body, for instance, like that just feels so out of left, left field, you know, like she was driven by another force to do that. Cause you know, they showed her, uh, they showed her breaking into a sword facility and vision was just torn apart pretty much. Right. Yeah. And she broke in there. It was like throwing people around and everything like that. It kind of seemed like she was in a trance or something. Yes. Just, you know, like completely she, just that shit insane. Right. Like uh, she was yeah. in that, she was in a hex and then she created a hex. So it's kind of like a, a multiple layers of hex going on. It looks like yes. it, it's just so intriguing. Like, you know, I, I just love every episode. It's like, it keeps you guessing, you know, like the hell's going on. You, you know, in this episode, you find out vision doesn't remember anything uh, of his past life. He just knows that his name's vision yeah. and he's got these powers, but he doesn't know anything yeah. else. Yeah, and he's he actually like he actually got kind of pissed off. Yeah, and scared. He said he's scared. And yeah, when they when they both rise up, like, I'm like, I'm oh shit! I don't know what the hell's going on. Right. Yeah, he's right. just kind of going with it, and then he gets gets broken out of that trance or whatever. And because he's a you know highly intellectual being, so he's starting to question everything. And definitely when he picks up the uh, transmission from Sword, you know, through the the Apple II computers he sets up or whatever they, whatever type of computer that was in the office. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely suspicious. And then, you know, the dog dies and uh, I guess it, it ate Agnes's plants, but I don't know if that's what happened exactly. <laughs> kind of think Agnes kinda, just did something. It kind of seemed like, yeah, I mean, we never really saw the dog. She just had it wrapped up in a blanket. Right, right. And then Wanda's like, kids, you know, don't age up. Like, you have to learn to deal with death. Yes. Like, you can't just suppress everything that, you know, everything bad that happens to you. And Right. Kind of did, kind of moved on from it. Exactly. Yeah, and then they were like, uh, have you ever brought anybody back? Or Agnes was like, can you do that? And then Vision steps in. So yeah, it, something's definitely strange happening. Like, cause from Sword's uh, perspective, she clearly brought him back to life somehow. But yet, she's telling her kids she can't bring, you know, the dog back, and you have to accept yeah. death. So it's like, well, if you're, unless she's just not practicing what she preaches. But something tells me there's something more going on. Like she was kind of just, you know. Well, and she even I think it was towards the end of episode four. She even saw like vision with the big hole in his head and like yes looking all black like black and white kind of which just amps up the creepiness because you're like his corpse is just floating around this whole time you know probably yeah and it's just disguised like oh that's just so creepy like what else is happening like is there any other corpses in this town or is it just vision like it's just you know it just keeps unfolding and i love it because it's just you know, you you know your mind's not made up yet. You kind of have an idea what's happening, but yet you don't. And you know, just yeah. just when you think you're 
understanding it, um, yeah, they, they throw a freaking uh, curveball at you, and uh, Pedro shows up at your door. Yeah. Right. I was crazy. Oh, no, they re- yes. And I I, I love the... Uh, I loved Kat Denning's line in this episode. She's just like, they recast Pietro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, she's the only one that knows that, like, right. he's not, you know, the original Pietro. Exactly. Like, yeah. And it's Evan it's, Peters, who was Fox's version of Quicksilver. That was super cool. I was like, wow, they, because they own everything now and it makes sense. But yeah, then yeah. it's just more confusion, right? Because you're like, is he an X-Men? What's going on here? Is it just, they're just messing with us probably, you know, like, Hey, we can use this actor now, you know, cause yeah. she even doesn't recognize him from the looks of it, you know? And then he's like, you need to give your brother a hug. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's like, he's just totally different, you know, personality wise, yes. everything like that. It's like the, you know, the, the cool uncle that shows up <laughs> yeah. on sitcoms now and then and causes trouble for everybody. Right, and she said, she told Vision, like, you know, before he, she opened the door, like, she's like, I, I didn't do that, I promise, I didn't do that. And, of course, Vision's out of state where it's like, I can't really trust you. Like, I, I don't I don't know what's what's true anymore. Yeah. But, yeah, well, she didn't do it they're for even, sure. They're even having this argument while, like, the credits are rolling. That was funny, like yes. Yeah, she made, like, some strong point, and then she rolled the credits. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, no, nope. like, no, wait a second. No. <laughs> Even had the audience clap. And <laughs> yeah, it was like, he's like, no, wait a second. No, we're not done with this yet. Done. Like, he's just completely shattering the fourth wall. He's like, no, yeah. that's not it. But uh, that's what's so brilliant about it. Like the every episode has played it straight, but they've also broken the, the fourth wall many times. Yeah. You know, the tones shifted and. The aspect ratios have changed. You know, sometimes you don't spot it, but, you know, they're definitely changing. They're going widescreen at spots. And then, you know, your yeah. television format. It's another, it's another one of those little subtle changes you have to just kind of pay attention to. Right. There's so many Easter eggs. It's crazy. There's just so much artistry in it. That's what I really appreciate about it. And I think that's what I really loved a lot about the first two episodes, you know, aside from it dragging a bit, but. I really liked the investment yeah. they did with, you know, trying to actually make a sitcom, you know, like the fifties and sixties and yeah. And it's just getting, it just keeps evolving. Right. So, you know, you get into, you get into the all new Halloween spooktacular episode we just got and you get like a Malcolm in the middle type of intro. <laughs> We're into the two thousands <laughs> now. I'm excited and I want more, but I heard that the next three episodes or the final episodes rounding out are all going to be an hour apiece. Um, Good. So finally, I'm not screaming at the TV uh, <laughs> when, when it's over. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like I just just start getting into the meat of things and then bloop, it's done. Well, this so, Halloween episode sure does get into a lot of meat. I mean, it's and the yeah. costumes are, are so cool. You know, they get to actually dress like their counterparts in the comics, like. That's the only way you could get away with it if you put it in the kind of a setting like this. It's pretty genius, I think. But yeah. I think I think the fact that uh, you see Vision basically start to shred away, yeah, means that um, this is her therapy, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, we won't get a Vision after this unless they can figure out how to get the Infinity Stone back. But what I don't understand is how, because it looks like he took her body. Or he took, she took 
his body, yeah. uh, the dismantled body, and somehow placed the Infinity Stone back into his body. So I don't know how that works. Right. That's yet to be explained. And if she can project that. I think a lot of it has to do with, like, the fact that, like, he was powered by the Mind Stone. Her powers came from the Mind Stone. I think she's, like, the only one who could, you know, piece him back together and make him animate. Yeah. You know? I think so, too. Yeah. They did a nice callback to uh, Young Avengers with this one, though, um, with the kids. They gave them yeah. uh, actual powers. So in Young Avengers, like, you know, Wanda and Vision have kids, her twins, and they become members of the Young Avengers named Speed and Wiccan. Who oh. Basically have, you know, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch's powers. So they kind of did a callback to that. So it's kind of like, I don't know if they're going to expand on this or if like she's going to end up creating mutants. Right. Or something like that with the, the whole hex thing that she does. And... Cause there's the house of M storyline, right? Where she like tells the world, like forget about mutants or there is no more mutants or something like that. Like, obviously it's going to be a variation of that. If, if they do go. That yeah. Route. They did a lot of that, a lot of building with uh, Pietro's character. in this yeah. too. It was just kind of, yeah. Like what happened to your accent? Well, what happened to yours? Right. You know, it was like everything's just, he's like, I was full of holes and then I heard you calling to me and here I was like, they didn't really, I don't know. She, she like sees a vision of him with like bullet holes in him and everything like that. Yeah. So. Like a dead version, like vision in a way. Yeah. It was, but it was him. Yeah. yeah. And it was his face. So it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, which they did show, uh, Oh gosh, the other person who played Quicksilver, they did show him in yeah. like a flashback in the beginning of the, the episode. So they definitely didn't shy yeah. away from showing you like there's a different actor who played Quicksilver. That's why she's confused. Yeah. Like, who the hell is this guy? He looks like my brother, but something's off. Yeah. Is, is my brother's powers? Yeah. And there was that flashback when they were kids. Uh, you know, it was like a very stereotypical. Russian neighborhood, whatever. They got like a fish for trick-or-treating or something. <laughs> it was just yeah. so over the top. And she's like, I don't remember it that way. <laughs> uh, one quick thing. When she brought the um, Stark Industries probe, they had to use 80s tech to go into the world. It was the episode before. And Wanda brought it out. Uh, did you guys catch that her accent is back? Yes. Yeah. I like that. Like she steps out, yeah. Yep. Yeah, like outside of the hex, she's like back to talking like a Sokovian again. Well, because in the movies, it gradually was going away. It was very thick in Ultron. Civil War, not as not as much. Probably Civil War is probably the same as this show when she's in her actual. Um... It's. Uh, but yeah, yeah Infinity it, War, she totally didn't have the accent. It seemed it was totally gone. Well, and even in um, in Endgame. When she was confronting Thanos, she had a very she had a thick accent. Right, yeah, and that's right. It's, like, it's more of like when she's triggered by anger. Oh like yeah, yeah. Her facade, her facade kind of drops, and yes, that's a good you know, point. She's like, I'm yeah. not pretending anymore. I'm pissed off. Right, kind of thing, right, right. You know, uh, it looks like Hayward's like a massive dick all of a sudden. Um, I kind of thought that was weird. I don't know if there's a shapeshifter going um, on, but I I kind of get where he was coming from though. Because yeah. he uh, he had that whole thing of like, you know, the five years you guys were gone, we had to do what we had to do to keep the lights on. True. Yep. Like we had to survive without, you know, half the Avengers gone and 
everybody else in our lives being gone. We had to do what we had to do to right. keep everything going. And then he sees, you know, this person come back from the blip and create this huge problem for true. All of yeah. And then that makes sense. You know, like kind of his, I felt like kind of at the end of the episode, his fears kind of became realized. Right. Because, you know, she, you know, vision crawls out of the, out of the bubble and he starts falling apart. He's like, help me. Mm. And that was hard to watch. Then, <laughs> yeah. I was like, and Damn. then she, she freaks out. She blasts Pietro. She starts expanding the bubble and it just like sucks everybody into it. Right. So it's kind of like, oh man. Yeah. Like the agents turn into clowns and Darcy gets sucked in because they handcuffed her to a Jeep right by the <laughs> perimeter and. I like how she's yeah. like, oh, fuck, <laughs> right when it takes her. It's so Darcy. And um, yeah, there was a quick well, shot of a, a carriage or something. And I wonder if that's she's inside that carriage. Yeah, it was like the the vans and everything. Like one of the vans became like a ice cream truck. Yes. And it looked like it was a carnival kind of right. thing. Yep. Exactly. Um, but uh, they also did with Monica. They They looked at her. Uh, medical records right and it looked like after she came back out of the out of the hex she was altered yes so maybe she'll become like some sort of superhero i don't really know too much about monica rambo from the comics but i think she eventually at one point became a captain marvel yes photon was another uh character she was i think maybe recently they made her into captain marvel just to yeah. Just an easy way to make it make her popular, I guess. But yeah, Photon's another character. I think was her character before Captain Marvel. Yeah. So yeah, um, it definitely is uh, going that route with her. I like that because I I already knew I already knew she was powerful in the comics. I just didn't I didn't know if it, she already was or she had yet to become that way. So uh, yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. Um, yeah, that whole world's crazy, you know, when Vision's going on the outskirts and everyone's, it's just like window dressing, but the people aren't really doing anything, you know. It's a creepy image of that lady and her husband. They keep doing the same motion, and you see like a tear go down her face, and it's like, oh, man, it's got to be torture. Like, and then you see, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so it's, creepy. It's kind of, kind of like the, uh, the farther that Vision got away from the square yeah. or whatever, the central part of the city um everyone was just like kind of motionless and just kind of like a a mannequin in a shop window exactly yes but, yep it's and, like strings uh, are being pulled they're puppets kind of yeah yeah except they're totally still i think the yeah the further he gets right they're just standing there they're not even well, doing and, anything and that's what makes me think that agnes is has something more to do with it because yeah. she was the only one that wasn't yes. you know motion she was like how do I get to the square from here? Right. And it's like, you know, it's like, well, you, you've lived in this town your entire life. You don't know how to get there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, he, he revives her and she kind of goes nuts and he puts her back into a trance. And I don't know. I think there, yeah. there's a lot that's yet oh, to yeah. be healed with this, but something's it, going on with her. Like, yeah. It's kind of like the the further they get into the series, the more I'm like, thirty minutes isn't enough. No, right, and it's yeah, like Mitch said, you know, they're <laughs> uh, hour long for the last three episodes, hopefully. So that's yeah. Uh, so. And there's like a when she got out of the trance, she 
like grabbed her chest and she always had that necklace. So another that's another indication she's at Agatha Harkness. Yes, yes. So yeah. that's gotta be what's happening. But maybe somehow um um uh, Wanda put her under a, a spell too. I don't know. But yeah, it was very weird and then she's screaming at Vision, You're dead, you're dead. Kind of like Robocop, you know, like we killed you, you're dead. Yeah. Um Yeah. And yeah, he didn't he didn't know who the Avengers were. Um so you definitely are like, wow, he he really doesn't know who he is. He just knows that his name's Vision. He's got these powers, and he's on to something. Yeah. yeah. It was um, almost like she she brought him back with the purpose of not having him remember any of the pain of right. You know, yeah, his death or being attacked by the Black Order or anything like that. Exactly. Like, yeah. She just wanted a husband or just wanted him herself kind of thing right it's like the it's it's like what vision wanted when they were in um that one, oh i can't remember what country they were in in infinity war where he just asks her yeah, to stay like, yeah yeah it's exactly like, so it's, it's kind of like they're she's stretching out this yeah one moment they of happiness they had over right you know, months exactly so yeah and then of course when she stops expanding uh credits <laughs> again the credits um yeah uh real quick where do you what do you think uh who do you think monica's contact is they're meeting up with you think it's hawkeye still um i think from what i remember of the episodes like there was one contact that she said that was a uh that was an expert in astrophysics yes so that that made me think of Reed Richards. Oh, dude. Um, but I think the the person that developed this vehicle or something like that, like you can see it in like some of the trailers. It's like this big tank looking yes. thing that's into the side of the barrier. Right. Um, so I think the person that she was going to meet at the end of this episode was somebody different. Right. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe or maybe not. But I could see her reaching out to like maybe somebody that works with like Stark industries or something like that. Trying sure. To figure this out or, yeah, you know, maybe, even, maybe she even reaches out to Hank Pym. Right. You know, and I mean, this is, this is going to, this <laughs> series is going to, <clears throat> excuse me. This series is going to like go into, you know, multiverse of madness. Yes. Uh, it's opening up so many things. Yep other stuff so i could see her reaching out to somebody like you know hank pym or something like that and being sure. like hey i've got the problem how do i get in here undetected yeah oh maybe but that would be so cool reed richards if that that was oh, reed man. richards like wow it's a way to set up things I, they already did talk about uh hayward when he's talking about some of their astronauts and stuff uh yeah that that could have been a fantastic four he's referring to like there's all that all that possibility but yeah, and I if we, get, uh, if we get a cameo from John Krasinski, yes, this, I was just gonna say that that I want him to be Reed Richards so bad. Like, yeah. make that happen. That people will lose their shit. I don't think he's got anything going on. I know he does Jack Ryan, but yeah, that would be so cool if it was him and maybe his wife playing, um, you know, um, Sue. Yeah, I don't know, I think, dude. I think he wanted. Uh, I think he wanted his wife to play Sue Storm, but. I've seen know. the we'll... I've seen the artwork for it. It looks great. I mean, I know it's fan art, but yeah. like it, when I saw that, I was like, 
this has to happen. You have to make this happen. <laughs> it looks great. Oh yeah. Like, come on. But, uh, yeah, that would be know. a treat, man. We'll see. I mean, I know. Oh. Um, we gotta, we gotta think too. Like uh, Nick Fury at the end of uh, Far From Home, he's on a yes, a ship basically with the scrolls. Right. You know, so or supposedly it's a sword ship. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's been said that it's a sword ship anyway. Sure, I'll have to sure. go back and look at it, see if there's any like icons or anything like that on it. But of course, it could um, be um, it could be Doctor S- Salvik. Um, who's in oh Selvik? Selvik Thor yeah. movies. Is he astrophysics uh, engineer dude or he, yeah? He might yeah, be too I old. So. I don't know to do to want to do <laughs> want to get involved. But that's only I'm just well, trying to he, think of all the all the ones out there who are that. He was kind of like going crazy in Dark World. Too, yes, wasn't he was. He? Yeah, like they had fun with that. He was giving a lecture with like his shoe off or something, and running around naked. And uh... <laughs> yeah, I think so. you need to bring him back. I, I I don't know if it would be him or not, but yeah, watch it be someone we don't even know. It's like just a totally new character. <laughs> We're just all let down. I don't know. It's gonna be. I'm excited, uh, and I still don't know what's going on with the brother uh, Pedro. I, I I'm. I don't know what that is. I, I don't think it's him, but yeah, no, something, something's really off. Like, because he's he's really grilling her at times, and he he knows what's up. Yeah. He's not fooled, so yeah. he's 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 in on it. He's like a plant or something, you know. Well, I think it gets into the multiverse thing. Like maybe the mutants will come from a multiverse, right? Something yeah. like that. I'm sure I'm sure it's going to be quite something, uh, quite a way to introduce it. And uh, the other thing is, uh, I mean, this is far, far away from now. But if they get into alternate versions of people, I know people have been saying, like, it would be cool if John Krasinski was Captain America, one of these worlds, because he auditioned to be Captain America long ago. Yeah. So it would be kind of cool. He finally got to play him, but it's like a different Earth or something like they really could have fun with that just shuffle around the characters. I mean, they even said like Tom Cruise, Tony Stark, because Tom Cruise was going to be Iron Man a long, long time ago. They probably won't do that, yeah. but it would be cool just to see it. Yeah. Get nineties Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I, I can't wait for the next episode. Three more episodes. So yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely um, uh, talk about those once they all air. I'm excited. And, uh, yeah, uh, we'll have Falcon Winter Soldier, I think, coming soon after that. And then Hawkeye. And I'm not sure. Oh, Loki. Loki's coming sometime. I don't know right yes. now off, off the top of my head. Loki looks like a trip, too. So <laughs> I like it, though, man. This is it, you know, a lot of world building happening. You get to see old characters, some new characters. And then it's just, it's just cool, the expansion of things. I think it's going to help keep the MCU going for... A very long time, you know. Uh, that's something. D- that's something WB has to has to get behind. So we'll see, but we'll see. <laughs> at least, at least someone's doing it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, um, yeah, that was that was a good talk. Yeah, thanks for being on. <laughs> Everyone else yeah. put it out. I get it though. It was a long show. Before you go, please uh, plug your t- YouTube channel. Absolutely. So, five one five gaming on YouTube. Um, you go on there and subscribe. We've got a lot of good stuff coming. I'm working on some new editing techniques and I'm going to be doing some horror games coming up. Nice. So, yeah. I like um, it. Hopefully, uh, I'm planning on getting 
a pre-order for Resident Evil 8 as well. So um, that'll be coming out in May. Sweet. Um, until then, I've got uh, got some new games coming up and finishing up a couple uh, ones that I'm just kind of playing on my own to see if I can get some good content out of. But uh, yeah, lots of things to come for 2021. Fantastic. Look forward to it. Yeah. Thanks for being on again. You're like, you're like a, you know, a geek we need whenever seems like. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. And yeah, we'll definitely cross over to your channel eventually. um, Once I figure out how to do all that crazy stuff, uh, technology wise, (laughs) but be back. I'm Josh. I'm Bill. And I'll throw in Megan and Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) the power of editing i'm mitch i'm megan (laughs) yes take care everyone we'll be back